everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Thursday. It's September 3rd. It's 2020, and we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Well, six on DraftKings and uh, four over there on FanDuel. You know, both the sites kind of switching it up on us here. Uh, we got a 405 start on DraftKings, which um, will be interesting because we won't have some of the lineups. Um, so, Luckily, we have late swap and, um, you know, different ways to approach it. But, you know, without Clayton Kershaw uh, or with Clayton Kershaw on both slates, like we have a top end pitcher. So a uh, lot to talk about, even for a small slate and um, riding solo today. Smaller slate, um, you know, figured I would take care of this one and, um, you know, give the guys and gals that have been helping me a day off. Uh, so always appreciate uh working with um you know everyone that comes on the podcast and um always like like to get a solo podcast in every once in a while never a bad thing um you know man my boy will was on it yesterday guys i hope you guys listened to the podcast yesterday because he was on it uh the michael brantley lefty lefty call you know me and him talking out like jay bruce um so shout out to will he'll be back tomorrow on the podcast so Want to give him give him some love. Um, so let's get into the slate. You know, four games, like I said, and um, let's start with these four o'clock games that are on DraftKings, but they're not on FanDuel. Uh, Washington at Philly, Anibal Sanchez, Zach Eflin, Eflin a one eighty favorite in this ten and a half total here. Um, as far as like Anibal Sanchez goes, he every once in a while will put together a game. Uh, luckily for us, like it's already happened recently, so we don't really have to worry about him going out there and having a game. Um, you know, he did it against Miami, probably one of my least favorite pitchers on the slate. Um, not saying much cause we don't have a lot of great options on the slate by any means. So, um, you know, overall, I think Sanchez is a guy we're going to pretty much stay away from here. And then on the other side, you know, Zach Eflin, he's been really, really good against right-handed batters this season. And, you know, obviously that helps him against like Trey Turner, Howie Kendrick, um, Kurt Suzuki will probably be in their Robles. Um, he has struggled at times against lefties. And like, you know, we know the big power bat here is a lefty Juan Soto. Um, because of the slate, because we don't have a ton of options, I think Eflin is in play. Like you're not going to find a lot of guys in this price range today that has a strikeout rate of 33% on the season. So I think you have to, um, you know, consider Eflin if you're playing tournaments and I think he'll be, um, you know, somewhat popular, but like, we don't, we just don't have a ton of options. So um, on FanDuel, like Clayton Kershaw is going to be massive chalk, but on DraftKings finding that like SP two that you semi, want to play um it's going to be all you know what you're going to have to do today so um as far as bats in this game goes for washington you know soto is a top option every slate and he's definitely in a great spot here this game's in philly you know we know what left-handed power bats get the advantage here in philly so definitely like him even at 5600 Outside of him, though, it's tough. You know, Thames is cheap. Adam Eaton's cheap. So, if you want to go, like, a three-man there, um, I wouldn't really talk you out of it. So, I don't hate that. Um, but, really, it's probably, like, Soto is a one-off. Um, and, and that's really it um, on the you know, Washington side. I'm going over to the... 
Philly side of things here. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Had to mute my mic there for a second. Um, Good old-fashioned solo podcast sneeze. But anyway, um, the Philly side, I love the Phillies here. I think they're, you know, one of the best stacks on the slate. Um, I think they're going to be a team you're going to want to target. Up and down the lineup, really, like Bryce Harper, obviously, super expensive. Um, But outside of that, like Hoskins, 4.7. Real Muto, maybe we get lucky and, like, he'll get a day off here. Um, and, like, we won't have to pay 5100 to get him into our stack. Um, you know, he's been a guy that has played almost every day, it seems like. So, maybe they give him a day off here. Um, but for the most part, like, he's probably going to be a guy you're going to have to consider um, just because of, like, <laughs> how much upside he has here. So, I don't hate him. I, I, I like when I'm looking at this team though, like it's Harper, it's Hoskins, um, it's Didi. If Jay Bruce is in there, like he's, you know, one of the guys that will help you kind of make the stack work. Um, you know, he's just, he's so cheap. Like he's so cheap. He, he's 2.9 K. Um, so I think he'll be a guy that we see have, you know, pretty, pretty heavy ownership um, overall here. So um, I like Philly. Like I said, I think they're a top stack on the slate. Um, you know, you're going to use a lot of outfield position. That's the only thing that I don't love about them here. But outside of that, you know, they're definitely a team you want to target. Yankees and Mets, Jay Happ against Robert Gesellman. Um, no total in this one here at night before, you know, looking at this one. Um, Happ. He's just he. There's just no strikeouts. Like he's kind of pitching to contact. You know, you look at the Mets lineup. Um, they're actually really solid against left-handed pitching. So for me, I think this is a spot I'm going to stay away from Hap. I think he'll actually get you know some decent ownership here, um, just because of like the options that we have on the slate, and like he at his price, eighty-nine hundred. I, I just I don't see him hitting the ceiling here i know like he just pitched well against this team last time out and i hope that kind of just bumps up his ownership more than anything um you know xfip is sitting a point and a half higher than the era strikeout rates at like 14 percent. the walk rates at almost 13 percent. so i'm gonna i'm gonna pass um like i said i know he just pitched well um against this team last time out but i'm passing on this one um the other side, you know, Gesellman, he is the second cheapest pitcher on the slate. Um, but, like, that's that's the only thing, right? Like, I know he is just not going to go deep enough to really uh, pay off the price. Um, you know, he threw four innings against the Yankees last time out, 57 pitches. He was pitching fantastic, and um, they yanked him. So, I just don't see him pitching deep enough into this game to make any kind of difference here. Um, so for me, I'm going to, I'm going to pass and get some in here. As far as the bats on the Yankee side goes, um, you know, Luke Voigt is obviously in play. Gesellman gives up a lot of fly balls to righties. Um, so I, I don't mind him. Like if you want to go like a three to five man here, you can definitely go like Voigt, Hicks, Frazier, add in Ursula or LeMayhew. Uh, if you want to go four or five man here. So I don't, I don't hate, you know, targeting some Yankee bats here. And then as far as like the Mets go, like, you know, obviously we'll have to look and see what this lineup looks like, but even in his struggles, like he hasn't struggled against lefties. He's been really solid against lefties. He's really just struggled with righties. So 
Todd Frazier, 3.7K. I don't hate that. Um, you know, depending on who catches, whether it's um, Chirinos or Ramos, um, they're both, you know, in play here. Pete Alonzo, obviously, you know, he's someone you're looking at. He's 3,000 on um, DraftKings today. Never thought we'd see the day that Pete Alonzo is 3K, but he is. Um, so, you know, you definitely want to be looking at him. And the other guy I want to mention is J.D. Davis. I don't know, like, if someone else was supposed to pitch for the Yankees today or something, but uh, all these guys are super cheap. So you could definitely, like, play Kershaw. You could play, you know, whatever stack that you want, and you can stack up the Mets with it um, at these prices. So, um, yeah, I don't really have um, anything else for that one. So moving right along. The football season is less than 10 days away, with the reigning champs set to take the field to kick off the season. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate week one of the football season, DraftKings is putting you in the center of the action with two shots at $1 million top prize. So get in on all the action now. Making it rain with DraftKings is easy. Draft your team, standard the salary cap, and pilot points for yards, touchdowns, and so much more. On top of that amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away a share of up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. With all this cash up for grabs, there's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now. Use promo code GRIND to get a shot a free shot at a million-dollar top prize. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter DraftKings' free survivor pool. That's promo code GRIND to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum $5 deposit required. Other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. Please see DraftKings.com for details. We move on to the 7 o'clock start. So this is where the... FanDuel main slate is going to kind of pick up and, you know, join that DraftKings main slate. So we get started with the Padres and the Angels. Mike Clevenger making his first start here um, with the Padres going up against the Angels. Um, Andrew Heaney, no total in this game. Um, you know, obviously, Clevenger coming over from Cleveland um, was in that whole debacle about, like, going out and um, kind of tried to lie about it and all that stuff. So, Listen, he's a, a guy that has some, you know, big strikeout upside. Um, you know, when facing this Angels team, I, I feel like he's someone that we could potentially look at here um, for strikeout upside. Like, he's still giving up a ton of fly balls and hard contact this season, and, like, obviously that's concerning. His XFIP is way up. Um, but, like, we're we're on a such a small slate that, like, we just need some options to look at here. So, um you know, I think that he's in play. Maybe he comes out to try to prove a point here or something along those lines, but I think he's in play. Um, overall, when you look at this Angels lineup, the bottom of the order has really struggled this season. Upton striking out a ton. Adele striking out a ton. Simmons is back, and, like, that helps the lineup because he doesn't strike out. Um, you know, him and Fletcher just kind of put the ball in play. So, obviously, that hurts them a little bit. On the other side, we got Andrew Heaney and – like, he's just going to face so many righties here, you know, 
that it makes it really tough to play him in this spot. Um, you know, we know he's much better against lefties than he is against righties. Um, you know, giving up hardly any power to lefties this season. But he gives up a lot of power to righties. I think it helps a little bit that, um, you know, Will Myers on the IL, you know, that's someone like that's one of their big right-handed power bats. So that helps. But, like, you still have Tetis. You still have Machado. They got Nola. Profar is a switch hitter that can hit well from the right side. Um, so, like, he's facing four really strong righties here. Um, so I'm probably going to end up passing on Heaney, even on a small slate. But, like, if I'm not playing 150 teams. If you're playing 150 teams, you're probably going to get a little exposure. Um, you know, he's a guy that can put up over 20, and there's not many guys that can do that on this slate. So he's worth a look um, as far as, like, the Padres' bats go. Like, it's the guys I just said. Tatis has been good against lefties this season. Machado's been good against lefties this season. Nola's been good against lefties this season. Profar has been sneaky good against lefties this season. So, um definitely like Profar as well. You know, you're not going to have to pay a crazy amount to play Profar at 3.3K. So um, definitely don't mind, you know, these guys. And, um, you know, it be interesting to see what this lineup looks like um, without Myers in there. I'm guessing they're going to have to have, like, Hosmer in there. And um, Hosmer's not bad against lefties either for what it's worth. But Heaney is a lot better against lefties. Uh, Clevenger on the season, you know, we're looking at a guy that has a 43% hard hit rate and a 48% hard or fly ball rate against righties this season. Um, he's really struggled with righties. So like facing Mike Trout, obviously advantage Mike Trout, um, anytime he's facing a guy that's been struggling against righties. So definitely like Trout here. Um, outside of that though, like it's tough, you know, Otani's fine. Um, Rendon's fine, but like, Trout's the main option here for me. Um, and obviously he's the most expensive option as well. Like Otani's in play, but like 4.6 K is not like a discount. If you want to play like a straight on punt, Justin Upton is 2.1 K and he's actually been hitting the ball pretty decent over the last uh, few days. So I, I don't mind Jay up at 2.1 K. Maybe he's going to get a season turned around a little bit here. Um, and you're not really like, there's not a lot of, Opportunity cost at 2.1K, so. Uh, Toronto at Boston, 10.5 total here. Tajon Walker against Martin Perez. Um, you know, Walker traded to the Blue Jays. Um, you know, he hasn't had, like, a terrible season, but, you know, he's, he put together a couple of good games right there before he got traded. He pitched well against Seattle. He pitched well against Texas and Baltimore. Um, you know, obviously this is – or not Seattle. Yeah. So he pitched well against Baltimore and Texas, um, you know, down the stretch there. So it will be interesting to see if he gets some ownership here. Um, you know, JD Martinez came back. I think that's a, a bump to the lineup here. Um, he pitched to get well against the Dodgers. That was the other team that I was thinking of. So sorry. It was the, it was Baltimore and it was Baltimore with his first start with this team. And then uh, it was the Dodgers in Texas. So, anyway, um, sorry, I got sidetracked there. But, like, you know, it would be interesting to see what this lineup looks like overall. Um, you know, the, the Red Sox are dealing with a ton of injuries right now. And, like, this lineup has been really, really bad against righties. And they, they're they going to have a bunch of righties in there. And Walker's actually been pretty decent against righties this season. Walker is 4.8K. Um, like, if you just want to straight on punt, like, he's, a, he's an option. 
But, like, I just don't know, like, if you're going to need a straight-on punt unless you're, like, building a lineup where you're going to do a lot of, like, three-man stacks and, like, just home run hunt. And, like, you're getting the expensive bats. I, I think that's really the only way you're going to need um, one of these guys. But um, as far as Perez goes on the other side, like, because average exit velocity is way down uh, this season, which is good when you're wanting to target him. But really it's just throwing the cutter and not getting any hard contact off of it. Um, you know, when he starts throwing change-ups, like, that's a huge difference. People are crushing his change-up this season. So, you know, if he would just stop throwing sinkers and change-ups and just throw cutters, he would actually be pretty decent. Uh, but obviously that's not the case. Um, you know, I think Grichik, Vlad, Hernandez, Gariel, all these guys um, very much in play against Perez and this Red Sox bullpen. If they could get Perez out before the fifth, which has happened a couple times this season, then, like, the upside is tremendous, uh, this bullpen. And, um, you know, my biggest issue is, like, it's it's hard to trust this team. But, like, again, today, like, there's just so many cheap bats that, you know, you know, you you, you really just got to figure out where you want to go on this slate. Like, you know, we haven't even talked about, you know, the White Sox and Royals game yet. And, like, you know, that's another game that could produce some runs. So I like Toronto's bats. Um, Grichik, Vlad, really like Hernandez. Um, like he's strikeout or big power. And like, that's fine with me against Martin Perez, who has a strikeout rate under 18%. So uh, as far as the Boston bats go, you know, I don't mind going like Verdugo Devers at the top here. Um, you know, Walker has been a lot better against righties. We really don't. We still don't really know what to expect, but like he is generating a lot of soft contact against righties and stuff. And like, if you want to kind of respect like his cutter and his splitter that he's kind of throwing, I think like you just look at like Verdugo endeavors, um, Jackie Bradley Jr. If you want to make it a three man, but I just wouldn't go. I would go too crazy here with Boston. I know this is a really high total. I get that. Um, I know Boston has like a, a five implied team total on a small slate. Um, but just if you look at just the numbers from this season, it's just really hard um, to – it's just really hard to trust these guys. Um, like I say all the time, like I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan, so it's even harder for me to trust these guys. Um, so, yeah, I think that's just the, the biggest concern – when looking at the Boston Red Sox this season, their numbers just overall have been down. Support for Rotor Grinders Morning Grind is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Let's be honest, no one wants to accidentally have an issue or cut themselves or anything like that when they're messing with their balls. So that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower 
One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience this firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AMGRIND at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AMGRIND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped and use our code. Our code, Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Code, AM Grind. Help us out. There you go. Finishing out. Oh, we got two more. We got two more. We got the White Sox and Royals. Uh, Dylan C's against Danny Duffy. Nine and a half total here. Um, Dylan C's is about a 150 favorite. Um, I don't know if he's a favorite or just the White Sox bats are the favorite here. Dylan C's on the season, 17.6% strikeout rate, 5.6% percent um xfip he has a little bit higher strikeout rate against righties to lefties but really just allows a hard con- a lot of hard contact to both sides doesn't really generate hardly any soft contact so i think we could see some ownership on him here and for me i'm just gonna pass um I actually kind of like the Royals as like a, a sneaky nobody's gonna play them stack uh Danny Duffy on the other side Duffy's been fantastic this season against lefties, he's been striking out righties at a much higher clip this season. Um, you know, he looks healthy, um, looks healthy. And I think like, you know, we know that like Danny Duffy's a guy that when he's healthy, he can pitch well, but he's still going to give up a lot of home runs. He put up 14 fantasy points against this team last time out. If you're playing a lot of teams, I don't think he's the worst option on this slate, but I also like the White Sox bats. So like, this is, you know, classic hedge stack. If you're playing some Davi on another team, make sure you play some White Sox. Um, you know, Tim Anderson's been crushing lefties this season. Jimenez has been crushing lefties this season. Abreu, you know, E5, Robert. Um, Moncada, a little bit better from the other side of the plate. Um, Grandal, a little bit better from the other side of the plate. But, like, if you look at, like, Grandal and E5, they just hit the ball a ton up in the air. So, you know, facing a guy that gives up a ton of fly balls and a lot of hard contact to righties, they're not the worst place here. But, again, like, this is, like, some Duffy, some White Sox. Um, I, I think it could go either way. I think the range of outcomes is um, pretty high on this one. Um, like I said, I think the Royals, I don't think they're going to get any ownership whatsoever here. Um, especially like if Solaire doesn't play, um, he got banged up, um, you know, on Wednesday. So like, if he doesn't play this lineup could be so weird. Um, O'Hearn's 3.4 K Dozier's 4.3 K. If you're stacking them, make sure you play Merrifield. I know he's expensive, but like Alex Gordon's 2.3 K. So like he's super cheap. Uh, Mondesi's 3 K super cheap. Um, you know, just going to have to kind of see, like, Nick Heath might be in the lineup. Um, he's 2.3K. So, like, just kind of look and see what this lineup looks like um, if we get news that Solaire's out. If Solaire doesn't play, I would guess that Nick Heath is in there. So, just kind of have to see where he hits. Um, so, yeah, I think that – I think they're sneaky. Like I said, Dylan Cease has given up a ton of hard contact. I wish this game was in Chicago instead of Kansas City, but um, I don't see anybody playing the Royals today. 
Arizona at LA taking on the Dodgers. Luke Weaver, Clayton Kershaw, uh, eight and a half total. Kershaw is a 304 favorite. Um, big, big favorite. We'll start with Luke Weaver, though. Luke Weaver on the season, 26.4% K rate, 4.67 XFIP. Um, my biggest concern with him, 445 Woba to lefties, 389 Woba to righties, um, ISO over 270 to both sides of the plate. A lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact, facing one of the best offenses in baseball. Um, I'm going to pass on Luke Weaver here. And then, like, on the Arizona side, or the other side, facing Arizona, Clayton Kershaw, he's the best player on the slate. It's not close. Um, like, he's going to be the most popular pitcher on the slate. Hands down, he should be. Um, like, you, the only reason you're not playing him is, like, game theory. Hoping that, like, you get somewhat, I guess, like, that it just doesn't work out somehow. Um because, like, if it just doesn't work out, like, you know, obviously you have a, a huge leverage on the field. But if it does, <laughs> as it should, like, Arizona is one of the worst teams in baseball. Um, and, like, we have Clayton Kershaw, who's been one of the best pitchers in baseball this season. So, overall, I side with Kershaw here. And I have zero interest in the Arizona bats whatsoever. Um, none of these guys have an ISO over 150 against left-handed pitching this season. Oh, Kelly, 160. Sorry. Um, as far as the Dodgers, I think they are in consideration with the Phillies as like the top stack on the slate. Um, they're up there. They're really close to being up there. This is a great spot for them. Um, like I said, Luke Weaver, he gives up a ton of power to both sides of the plate. Um, Betts, Seager, Muncy, Bellinger, if he's back, Peterson, Pollock, if he's in there, um, all these guys are fantastic plays. You know, it's just one of those days where I, I think you're you're playing the Dodgers today for sure. Uh morning grind game. <laughs> Dodgers, Dodgers and Phillies. I like it. Um morning grind game. Let's see. Let's get out of here. Uh under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Um give me uh Eflin. Um yeah, Eflin. Over 8K to score under 15. Give me Hap. And then over 4K to hit a home run. Uh, give me Mookie Betts. And then under 4K to get two hits. Uh, give me Jay Bruce. And uh, stack to score six or more runs. Give me the Dodgers. Um, I'll go with the Chalky Dodgers. But uh, love the Dodgers today. Love the Phillies today. Uh, those, are my, those are my teams I'm going to be targeting probably the most here. Um, unless something changes, like don't hate the Blue Jays either, but obviously they're going to be pretty popular here. So, uh, it's going to wrap it up. We'll be back Friday. Hope everyone enjoyed. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at CVTPFL. Hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. Good luck in your contest and we'll see you again tomorrow.